Well, we went to see a movie this weekend. I'm sure you guys don't know what we went to see. No, I do, though. I do, as Jesus well. Jesus Revolution. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm no, sorry. Yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm, Quantumania. Mm. Yeah, that might have been the title. I'm not really great movie. Sure, yeah. I think I know it was part of a series. It was definitely part of a series. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, um, I think it was a romantic comedy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. What, so what else is playing lately in the movies? Creed three. Oh yeah. That's with Michael B. Jordan. Gotta love him. He's yep. such a babe. Yeah. Have you seen the TikToks uh, where it's like? You're me when Mike Roll needs CPR and Michael B. Jordan is the only one certified. And he's just yes. like, no. Like, he just, like, it's not worth it, babe. Like, you don't need to. You, Michael B. Jordan's lips are not going on yours. Hey, just really try to do what you got to do. I would accept CPR from Michael B. Jordan. Would you? Just looking like that? <laughs> I mean, should he can we, take off a layer. Should we demask? Or should we keep our ghost face mask on? Um, You know, I'm down to demask. We gotta, now, we gotta, it's time to reveal, just like they when they reveal the killer's. At the end of the movie, you have who to reveal who we are. But first, I mean, like, I'm in the OG Ghostface mask. Yes. You're in the, you have like a bedazzled I did. This is from custom. last, this last Halloween when my boyfriend and I did Ghostface. Um, and I did this like pink goth Ghostface. I also have a knife. I should have brought my knife. She's a nerd. Yeah. And it's She's like pink and all glittery like this too. Oh, now I have an itch. Hold on. How do I get to it? Just reach up. Huh. You don't have a whole fucking hood like I do. You just have a strap. You're so lucky. Okay. I have a hood and a strap. For what reason? Why is there a strap in here? Like, come on. I think we should demask though. Yeah. Like, let's who definitely... are the killers? Let's definitely. I think... I think who it's, are we? It's us. I hope I don't catch an STD from that. Yeah, I you're did... gonna have herpes now. Well, this week we went to go see Scream Three. Scream yes. Three. Uh, Scream 6, actually. I have a poster of it, actually, which is really cool, where the M is, like, it's, like, a line, and then there's, like, a V, and then the 1 for, like, the Roman numeral 6, and it makes the yeah, bottom Yeah, I think end. we all get that yeah. Roman numeral thing. Is that, like, a, is that new for you, or did you just learn your Roman numerals? Yeah, I'm learning how to count right now, mm. so I really... Are you up to, what are you up to? Uh, I'm, I got these, like, cool building blocks that help mm. you, like, spell words, so I've been really, really, I've been really working hard at that. You know what's even cooler is when you get to colors and shapes. Oh, my God. Don't, I'm so mind. excited. I literally can't wait. Um, well, anyways, <laughs> enough about preschool. Yeah. Um, enough about Lexi's current development stage. Yeah. No, we need to talk about, we need to talk <laughs> about the development six. stage of the film industry. Yeah. Because we're movie critics now. This we is are. a movie critic podcast, so... No pressure. None at all. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. And this is the Rumor Mill, your Gen Z guide to pop culture. Now, before we... No, well, yeah. What do you mean before we? We're just jumping in. Yeah. We're just going to get right Special into it. Special needs over here. <laughs> You're like a toddler with like a kid. I don't like a toddler say things swears. to be mean. No, yeah. you don't. I know you don't say things to be mean, but it's like when a kid goes, fuck, and you like can't laugh because you're yeah. like, it's just, you just can't do that. So. Now, if anybody is special needs here, I'm looking at her. It's <laughs> no, uh, I think I have ADHD though. Do you? I think so. Why do you think? Like that? because I've noticed that, like when I have to study or do anything, like I can't read. I like cannot read. I have mm. to chew gum while I'm doing anything really important so that I pay attention. Interesting. Because like it keeps my it keeps like I don't get distracted huh. if I have something to like tap my foot to or like you know do. chew gum. Yeah. Like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, I'm glad you have that as a resource. Yeah, and you're um, you have a new therapist. I am. Let's I do talk about that. Actually, I was talking about you with my therapist today. <laughs> so before we get into the scream review, which is actually then I guess I was correct. Before we get into it, yeah, we got to tap. We, we just always end up on about. tangents. We so do. just yeah. expect it. 
just expect it. You it's told your therapist about me? I did. Well, because oh, um, we were talking about the Enneagram test, which is like a, t- it's a personality test. Soon. Yeah, it's a personality test that determines you by a number. And I know what you are. Uh, and I know what I am. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we've both taken it. I think I'm a type three. Yes. You're a type three and I'm a type seven, which means, which is actually really good. It's lightning. really good for TV. Actually. He said, really? Yeah. He said it's like the perfect combo for television or like any kind of like, like social entertainment media. industry yeah, because they're super vivacious and both threes and sevens when they're together have a thing, like a complex thing where they like have to outperform the other person. So we're like, so, <laughs> so we feed off of each other. Yeah. We're competing against each other for the limelight. Yeah. Wow. It's know, a volatile, like lightning bolt relationship. Yeah. Anyway, so let me like yeah, have my wow. moment. Okay. Sorry. Um, so yeah, we we're talking about it and I was like, we we're just talking about like that whole thing. And then he was, that was it really. It was, we were just talking about that. That's but, all you said about me. Yeah. That's it. We were just talking about Enneagrams and I was talking about how great you are. I thought it was going to be something I was like, like, yeah. Like, like Look. that I'm bad for you or that like I abuse you. I just like love him so much and I just like can't get over these feelings. No. Or like something about like, like oh, he bullies abu- me. Yeah. Like he mentally like it bullies me. Like he always talks about my big arms. Controversial and- yet brave. Your big arms are not big anymore. Well, I told you. you before we started you have skinny arms now and I've lost all my material. <laughs> I don't know what to talk There's, about anymore. You can't hit me because I'm so small. I hated every second of that. That was the joke. That was my, that was my joke. Well, anyway... In honor of us seeing Scream 6. We did. We did see Scream 6. I made an outline, a research paper outline. Oh, my God. Of my feelings. Okay. Because Scream, alongside Halloween, is my favorite like horror movie franchise. What's your favorite scary movie? Probably the original Halloween. Really? Yeah. That's a good pick. I, I, mean, I know what you were referencing, but I just wanted to answer you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I mean, like scream just the original scream yeah except you've never seen scream 4 like what are the scream movies that you have seen because i've seen them all honestly really bad i've only seen the first fifth and sixth you haven't seen the second or third or fourth no but i love like the (sighs) original it's great i just haven't like i'm disappointed i've seen i've seen nightmare on elm street never seen that franchise that's one of the only ones i've never seen or Candyman. i've never seen Candyman. i've seen the new remake of Candyman, and that was pretty good but i haven't seen the original um, I just haven't seen a lot of the horror ones, so I don't really have a lot to pick from. So. Now, here is my but I outline. like Scream. I think it's great. It's titled Scream 6, and Outline. Here it is. Okay. There it is. It's Scream 6, wow. and Outline. Now, I'm going to present you a theory. I love that. This is very type 3 of you, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Organized? Yes. Like, Detail-oriented. Mm-hmm. Like, And we were talking about how like you get me like motivated to like go and do like this work. Drugs. <laughs> okay uh i do have to do drugs after the show to recover from Mm -hmm. being around you for so long probably no i'm just kidding i would assume (laughs) yeah lots of them uh no but really (laughs) no i mean like really i get you motivated no yeah but like no like you help me to like you like i it's good to have this like routine in my life and like it's good to like have a good fun interaction with somebody but also like on a like a more like what we do together note like you help me focus my thoughts a little bit and I help you to like have fun and realize that like yes it mm. is a lot of work like you help me to do the work but I, I remind you, you that it has fun. to be fun yeah mm. yeah I help you Aww. have fun and that's so cute oh my god all right anyway back to scream blood and guts and murder yes um okay before we like get into like our movie review because everyone's gonna hate us but uh, like everything, actually I liked it I really liked it too but 
no matter what we say everybody always hates us everyone's gonna hate us in the comments and like our reaction to it everyone's gonna have a problem with it we don't know what we're talking about we're not deep enough fans into the lore of no the and i'm not into the lore of scream no. so like well i sorry am, about sort it sort of but like probably not to the level that like there's people that have dedicated channels to this like yeah. we're not those people and that's so cool that's like i hit me up with a channel if you have a channel for this comment down below link yeah. us up to it if I'll you're nice it. i'll leave your comment if you're not i will delete it you like really clap back at some of these I people. Really I would like, just ignore them and you're just like, die. And I'm like, okay. I love to go into my email and see like a notification from YouTube. And then it's like somebody left a comment and I'm like, ooh, like maniacal laugh. <laughs> Rubbing like, your little hands together. <laughs> I think of like a little fly when they like rub their little like, yeah. that's you. Yeah. Your little like, fly arms. Like, ooh, what'd you have to say? No, but we're going to, we're like, some people will agree. Some people probably won't agree. So whatever we're going to say, we probably like people will get mad at us, but that's it's true. fine. Um, out of 10, before we get into anything about it, I like the movie. You liked it. Yeah. What would you rate it out of 10? Like a 7.58, like honestly. I would give it a 7.582. Yeah. It was much better, I thought, than the fifth one. Yes, definitely. Much, much better. Even though it was missing Sydney and Dewey. Yeah. I thought it was much better. I thought it was faster paced. I liked the setting. I the actors the were great. Yeah. Everybody did a really good job of like pulling you into the story. Like I kind of like forgot that I was watching a movie, you know? It was good. I was like invested in the characters a little bit. Really dark. Yeah. Like everything was really good. The like, gore the, was good. There were moments that like we would like We would look at each other and, and we'd be like, now why did that just happen? Now, for what was that? You know, yeah. but like honestly, I think it was a really, it was a well done movie. And it's like, as far as like a slasher goes, like it was, it was great. Like there was a lot more yeah. like plausibility than like I normally would expect oh, a slasher to have. Well, I mean, we'll get it. It's a slasher. Like, yeah. come on. We're thinking yeah. like, oh no, I tripped and fell and now I can't get up and I'm crawling on the ground for yeah. five minutes while yeah. I, the chaser, like the killer slowly walks towards me. Like it yeah. didn't do anything it wasn't dumb that like that. Yeah, no. So like as far as slashes goes, like it was great. No, but they did a good job. I do feel like controversial yet brave is just the whole like mantra of the show. Mantra of the week here. Um, this to me, Scream 6 was just a reworking of Scream 2. And you've never seen Scream 2. No. So after Scream 1, this is full of spoilers, by the way. If you're looking for like a spoiler-free review, it's not it. Spoiler-full no, reaction. Everything. We're talking about everything here. Um, basically, after Scream 1, Scream 2 takes place on a college campus. Okay. And there's a ton of scenes and similarities. that, I, Like, I just thought about this and I like wrote them down in a list on my outline. Because I'm mm. so cool and did you my are. homework. Look at you. That a lot of it was just a reflection of Scream 2, modernized. Okay. So that's what I want to start off with. And then we'll talk about like some of the plots and the actors and like what we thought and who we liked, who we didn't like, whatever. But to me, it just seems like it was a big remake of Scream 2 because it takes place on a college campus. Um, you know, Sam, who's Tara's older sister, which to me, I get the whole Billy Lou. Wait, like is it Tara or Tara? Ooh, is it Tara? I, I think it was Tara. Tara. I think it's Tara. Yeah, You're I'm right. pretty sure it was Tara. I think it's Tara. Now, I like the whole Billy Loomis daughter fighting her destiny to not be a killer thing. Yeah, but I, I thought it was cool. I almost wish it was more about Jenna Ortega. Why? Just because I like Jenna Ortega more as an actress. Like I Yeah. Yeah, but like why why her? I almost though? wish like that, from a storyline perspective. From a storyline perspective, I wish that Jenna Ortega was Sam and she was the lead and got top billing over because like I don't I, I don't know who the actress that plays Sam is. She's great. I just like, I like Jenna Ortega. I, I just a fan I mean, of I Jenna Ortega. I love Jenna Ortega I would, I would as love well. to have her lead a little bit. But anyway, 
Um, she's full of trauma and fear after the first movie, which is very reminiscent of Sydney in the second and third movies, even when it comes down to Sam's apartment with all the locks. Okay. All of the, you know, overprotectiveness. That was total Sydney in the second movie. I mean, and third how movies. would it not be well, no, yeah. being attacked by a serial killer? But it's, killer. it's mirroring. Yeah, yeah. And that's something, too, is like in these movies, like if you do a sequel, they're going to be full of trauma and coping. But then part of me is like, but I don't need to see their trauma coping journey. But then. But that's part of it. Yeah, it has so to be. It has to be. Yeah. So I've accepted it. Yeah. You know, um, another part of this that I think is like total scream too was that like when they walked out of the building, I think when they, after they'd met with Detective Bailey for the first time and Gail was reporting and she was back as a reporter and Tara, Tara, what's her name? Tara. Tara punched her. Remember how she punched Gail? Yeah. Sydney punched Gail in the second one. When they were on the campus, Gail came to campus. I just thought that part, the punch was dumb, to be honest. It was a, it was a throwback to Scream 2. Total throwback. Because that's what Sydney did when Gail sprung out there. Because I didn't get that. So I'm like, you just left a police station. You're both suspects for murder (laughs) and a double homicide. And you're punching a reporter in front of a bunch of other reporters who are actively recording you. So that was a, that was I was like, hello, but like, that makes more sense. That was a throwback to Scream 2. Okay. Um, Another situation is, you know... The the whole it feels like every scream movie Gail always have to has to start over. Like everybody loves Gail and appreciates her at the end of every movie, and then at the yeah. beginning of every movie they all hate her again. And she's greedy and she wrote a... another book. Yeah, and it's like once again, just like all the other movies, Gail has to start over, and they're like, "Why do you want to help us? You just gonna write another book?" And it's like literally, she's this, this is like the sixth movie now. Like, like can yes, we she just is. trust Gail? She's gonna write a book, but like. <laughs> She will be there. You know what I mean? Like, Gail yeah. doesn't have to start over every single movie of, like, what? You're just looking for a movie deal, aren't you? And it's like, ma'am. It's like, yeah, she is. Sam, but, like, let it fly. Yeah, let it fly. <laughs> um, another huge copycat scene that the movie had that I was, like, mm, side-eye, which, again, you wouldn't know because it was Scream 2. Um, okay. Do you remember the phone tracking scene with yeah. Kirby in the van, d- the detective, the two girls walking in the park trying to catch the yeah, killer? Yeah. They had an exact scene like that in Scream oh, 2. Oh, really? There was a, it was Gail's reporting van. Um, Sydney was on the phone. They were trying to track the phone call, see who it was on campus. And like literal like copycat scene. Huh. Same exact scene. And I'm like, we did this already. Like tracking the phone call. But like that's what you would do in a modern society. Well, and they even, they even called back to it of like that's when the character in Scream 2, Randy, was murdered in the van when they were trying to track the phone yeah, call. Yeah, they did mention that so in the movie. So I was like, okay, another, you know, copycat scene. Um, and you know, the, the killers, like, should we just spoil, like, let's talk about the killers for a second. Yeah. We can talk about the killers. What was your reaction to the unveiling? Um, for like when they explained who they actually were. And explain who that is just for context. So it was Richie's family. Yes. Who. Richie was the killer in Scream 5. Yes. Tara, was it Tara's boyfriend or Sam, Sam's boyfriend? Sam's, Sam's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. And it was his family. Yes. Yeah. His dad and then his brother and his sister. Quinn and they were and both Ethan and Detective Bailey. Yes. And they were both roommates with one of the four core respectively. Yeah, the friends. They they snuck their way into the They call group. themselves the four core now. The core four. Core four, sorry. Which that was a thing in the like some of the the dialogue in the movie between the friends was like it was a little cheesy. Like, some of their acting was a little cheesy. I mean, yeah. But, like, it wasn't bad. I thought it was good for the no, most part. No, I, I just there's like, like... There's always going to be a couple lines that are, like... Like, do real people talk like that? Yeah. Like, in the... Like, you guys are, like, just, like, being murdered, right? And then Jenna... Or not Jenna. Tara and 
Ch- Chad are in the kitchen like flirting while they're doing the dishes and it's like skip fast forward fast forward <laughs> yeah that was a little forced like were did they were they romantic in the last movie because I don't remember that at I all I don't remember that either to be honest so was that just like new but also like it could have just been that we missed it or don't remember we could be wrong but I don't remember I mean I would be into Sorry. Chad if I was her and I would be into her if I was Chad so so hey do the dishes just... and flirt if you want cool yeah Anyway, the killers. Now, something that's really interesting about Scream 2, which makes it one of my favorite movies in the franchise, is it has my favorite ghost face in it. Mm, my okay. favorite personal personal favorite ghost face in the whole franchise is Mrs. Loomis. Okay. Now, in the first movie, we know Billy Loomis, who's Sam's father, is one of the original killers, which is Sydney's boyfriend. Yeah. Now, Mrs. Loomis comes into the second movie posing as a reporter, trying to get close to Gail. Like, she wants Gail to be her mentor, mm. and her fake name is Debbie Salt, and she's trying to, like, she's trying to get a, 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 she wants a quote from Gail for her hometown newsletter or whatever. She's trying to make it, and then she reveals herself as Mrs. Loomis wanting revenge for Sydney killing her son. Okay. And she's just as crazy as Billy. So, it, like, that was a, sh- like, shocking, shocking, shocking unmasking when I yeah. first watched the movie. And, and, like, you should definitely watch the movie even though it's kind of spoiled. Yeah. Um, you just did just spoil the whole movie Well, so but... did Scream 6. They had all the killers on the whiteboard in the police station. That's true. It's my favorite Ghostface unveiling. It's interesting to me, though, because the killers of this movie were family members of the previous families. Or the previous family killer. Yeah. Like, the, like... Richie was the killer in the fifth movie. Now and we have the sixth movie. The, yeah. Yeah. So that was a that was similar to Scream 2 of, of the family member of the killer is the killer in the new movie. Yeah. Um, we also had, you know, the, the two siblings, which were Ethan and Quinn, along with their dad, Detective Bailey. Now, did you foresee Detective Bailey being the killer? No. I did not at all. No, I did not see that at all actually happening. I mean, number one, he's a cop, so you don't really expect the cop ever I mean, at the beginning, it was like, remember when he was like, you know, I know I'm your friend's father. Would you like me taking off the case? And they were like, no, no, it's okay. And I thought, I wonder if that's what he expected them to say. And then I just kind of like let it go. Huh. Yeah, no, I did not expect that. Lexi's like, no, it went right over my head. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I just, I mean, I definitely noticed that when it happened. Yeah. But I was like, my thought is I was like, if this is your friend's kid or chris is your kid's friend why do you want to be on the case but then it's also like i would want to i guess i would want to be on the case if it was my kid's friend because on the one hand you know them a little bit more and also yeah you can keep a close eye on your kid yeah you also want to keep an eye on your kid too yeah so i guess i can understand that which is what i kind of thought so overall though i think that the reveal with the killers talking about the acting and the the storylines overall i was kind of let down yeah, I was like, when I found out that it was her and they were like, oh yeah, he just it's like, Quinn. it was Quinn. I was like. But she died. So now. They, he's, he was saying that she died and then they switched the body with some prosthetics and like, there was a lot that a grieving father who's also a cop at a crime scene can get away with or something like that like, is what he that said. Really? But I was like. Really? Like you're. I was like, I just don't buy that. Like if you're literally in the police force, everybody not everybody, you. but like, every, well, yeah, everybody's going to know you and most people are going to know what your kid looks like. Yeah. So where did you get a body from? How did exactly. they not know that it was missing? Like you, 
Like, did, like, what did like you do? how did this happen? I just, now, where did yeah. you get the other body? There like, was I don't a know. lot of implausibility. There was a lot of like plausibility with what you say that was really cool with the deaths and the gore and whatever. But there was also a lot of like total impossibility. Yeah. And I think like that's where part of the acting was awesome. Part of it wasn't like the Ghostface Shrine Museum that they had made that was like Ghostface's lair. Like I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I was totally down for that. And that was where the unmasking of the killers was. Like Detective Bailey revealed himself and then Quinn unmasked, Ethan unmasked. Ethan I was fine with. Yeah, because that I was did... it kind of like they teased that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Quinn, like you said, it was like, it was so impossible because number one, she died, right? They or or so you know so called whatever and and like you said, Detective Bailey on the crime scene was crying like my daughter's dead, but he claims that he had switched her body really quickly. But yeah. if it's an active crime scene, also was where it, did you get the body? Where did you body? How did you bring the body in? Where did you put your daughter? Or your daughter wasn't dead, but like how did you sneak her out with anybody seeing her? Because by that time it's morning. Also, wasn't Tara and Chad outside of yeah. the apartment before, like while Ghostface was still in it, aka Drew? What was his name? Drew. Ethan. Ethan. Where did I get Drew from? <laughs> well, Danny, who was Sam's boyfriend oh, yeah, across yeah, yeah. the hall. Anyways, so while Ethan was inside playing Ghostface and murdering Quinn, yeah, Tara and Chad are outside the apartment door. Like, they never showed them leaving. They showed them, like, yeah. trying to get back in, and then it cut to everything that happened with Sam and everybody well, else. Quinn and then they flew never... out the door, and she was, like, bleeding and whatever, and she was on the ground, but then they never showed her again. So my thing is, like, and he said, okay, so we switched the body, so where did you get a fresh body, and how did you just, like, sneak that in there? Yeah. Then where did you sneak Quinn out so that nobody saw her? Same thing with you. is like, Because they, they never said, left the scene. They were no, still there. No, And And his daughter, like, everyone would know her on the police force, so you take her body away. It's a homicide, so you're going to have to do an autopsy. So his whole thing of, like, you'd be surprised with some prosthetics and fake blood we could do on a, on a new body. Wouldn't the people that were autopsying know that that wasn't your daughter? Your daughter also has red hair, which is a huge identifier. So you yeah. just found a replacement body with red hair. Yeah. Like, like how that did that so, like, happen? That, that made it was like last second. The writers were like, we have five more minutes to write the story. Yeah. Like, that that part just like sense. did not make any sense no. at all. No. Um, I did like, though, in the beginning that the, the wannabe killers, Jason and I forget the other kid's name. Wyatt who killed that something? the yeah who killed probably not we're just butchering that <laughs> um they killed the the college professor their film professor and then like he jason unmasked himself and like the story started like from a killer's perspective unmasking himself yeah that was cool that was something that we haven't seen before um i also i really liked did you like the all the connections to the past killers like they used the old masks yeah i thought that was cool um, like the counting down it felt very much like I mean, if you're a like a I almost said superhero. If you're a horror buff, <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna create your own string of murders in homage of, you know, the OGs, the OGs, then like, yeah, why? And Where you have you access to all of that stuff. I guess that Detective Bailey would he was have saying, like yeah, in police lockup. the police lockup, yeah, but also yeah. like. Wouldn't somebody notice those have gone missing? Like all of them? Like, like not all just of them. like a few things, but all, all of the them? Masks. Like literally all the evidence. Like yeah. they had like in the in the layer, the ghost face layer, they had all the evidence from everything, from every murder. Yeah. Clothes and everything. Yeah, that that would have been a little bizarre. I thought the gore was really good. Yeah. The murder scenes were done really well. I think the subway scene yeah. was awesome. It was so scary how she's just like getting stabbed on the subway. What was her name? It was Chad's twin sister. 
Randy's yeah, no, I know who you're I talking about. I don't remember though. what her name was though. Sorry to that. Sorry to that lady. Uh, she you was were great. A great actress, loved though. her. Yeah. She, yeah, she did a fantastic job. She was the job. one that was kind of like talking through like what a prequel, sequel, recall. Yeah, because it was Annika was. was her girlfriend. Yeah. And Annika died. That was sad. Okay, let's talk about that because that was in the same scene that that Quinn was murdered and the and Ghostface had gotten into their apartment. Yeah. To me, it's hilarious that he Ghostface, who we know now was Ethan, stabbed Annika. Like in the stomach, like twisted the blade around. She's like bleeding she is out. Is pulling the knife up through her stomach. Her insides are somehow not falling out. No. And then they're like, "We're gonna put, put a you. We're gonna put. Okay, I understand the ladder thing because, like, if you're in an apartment across the hall and you need to like get to another, like through the window, they put yeah. the ladder across the windows. We're gonna escape. Yeah, but then why is Sam, who's the only person who hasn't been stabbed... Going first. Going first, instead <laughs> of holding the door shut. Because like, they were holding the door shut to keep Ghostface out to get them across the ladder, and Sam's like, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. It's like, okay, talk about self-preservation here, bitch. No, but like, then, but then, what? I really want... You know what? I need to know her name. Like, what was her... We can't just keep calling her, like, whatever her name was, because she was holding the door shut while, you know, Annika was, like, out there, like bleeding out on the bed sitting there hunched over like she had a stomach ache like i mean like i would too but yeah like, i but mean her I, stomach was definitely aching. I, I was just surprised that she didn't like at this whole time she's not unconscious you know she remained conscious. i mean you're gonna probably no maybe she would stick? bleed out and she would go unconscious wouldn't she i mean mindy, i don't her know name was mindy 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 yes. who is chad's sister now but she's sitting there like hunched over and then they're like come climb over the ladder as her like blood and guts are hanging out yeah literally and no. it's like Number one, at this point, I don't think she's going to be conscious for that. And Unless then, you just have that much adrenaline in you. Somehow. Good for her, though. But she did, She died. She fell off the ladder and then she, you know, splat. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, I was happy that uh, Gail got her ghost face call. That, that yeah, was that the was first cool. movie, I think, that Gail has ever been on the phone with Ghostface. I like that she, like, had her gun, but then she screwed up the code to her safe, like, three times. <laughs> that was funny. I yeah, was yeah. like, that would be me, too, though. And, and can we talk about that Gail has a boyfriend? Like, that she just, like, moved on from Dewey? And then, but she was so nonchalant about his death. She was like, he was like, guess those muscles didn't help him. She goes, guess not. And then continues <laughs> on. And it's just like. Yeah, because, like, he, <laughs> Ghostface threw her boyfriend through the window from the balcony. And then Gail's in there on the phone and, and like just like looks over and then like looks away and continues her conversation. Yeah, he's just dead on the floor. He's just like dead right there. <laughs> but I mean like she has a new boyfriend. We don't know anything about him. Don't even know his name. No backstory. Yeah, no. He Does was it, just there. He was just there. Um, another thing that I, I, I was happy that Gail got her ghost face call. But do you feel like like with Kirby coming back, she was in the fourth one, which you never saw. She was one of the only surviving victims. She's great. We'll talk about her in a second. I feel like they utilized her a lot. They like, did. Kirby was great. She was. She's now in the FBI. I think her character was awesome. Yeah. Um. They used Gail a good amount. Do you think they could have used her any more? Like, what? What? What do you think of their utilization of Gail? Was it enough? Um, not enough? Medium. I medium. I guess. Like, I feel like they used her. They probably could have used her a little bit more. Yeah. But like, they used her for what they used her for. Yeah, I love Gail. Like any OG character, I'm cool with. And when when. When Ghostface was stabbing her, Gail did not die. Spoiler alert. Which, whew, 
I looked over at you and I said, I swear to God, if they kill Gail, I'm leaving. Yeah, you literally did. And and he stabbed her, might. literally stabbed her in the in the stomach. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I started like moving my chair up. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like walking out. And then she just like, we got a pulse. And I'm like, okay, I can sit down and enjoy some popcorn and relax for a little bit longer. Like, okay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I was surprised though. Nobody died. Like none of the core four died. They really didn't kill off many characters. No. In well, because end. it was all about Sam and... Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you like the core four? Like, do you like the main yeah, cast Yeah, I do characters? actually like them. Because we reacted to the trailer, and that's when we got a lot of comments of, like, we didn't know what we were talking about. Because one of my things is, like, with these iconic horror franchises, when you revamp them and fill them with mostly new characters, we're not really going to care about them. Yeah. I feel like the ones that, like, didn't need to be there were killed off. But I definitely, I like Chad, I like Mindy, Tara, Sam. I'm cool with those four continuing on. Yeah, I actually really did like them. I thought they were very likable. They seemed yeah. pretty, like, normal. Like, they had normal reactions to yeah. things. Now, how did Chad not die? If we're talking implausible deaths. Oh, yeah. Like, b- like both he Quinn was, like, and Ethan were stabbing up. him, and he was, like, bleeding out of the mouth. But then all of a sudden, he's alive. Also, how did Ethan, when Ethan got stabbed through the mouth and the knife twisted in his throat, how did he not die? And then all of a sudden, Kirby's just there to like smash him over the head with a yeah. TV. All of a sudden, like, you know where was, where was, what? And Quinn, Quinn was stabbed, but then she comes back on the balcony to, to chase after Sam again. And I'm like. These people are like they're inhuman. inhuman. Yeah. But let's talk about Kirby. You mentioned Kirby. I thought Kirby was the MVP of the movie. She really was. I think so. I think that was a great way to bring back an old character, but not just like whatever. Like making her part of the FBI. She was a bad bitch. She was. Yeah. I'm going to say something right now. Okay. Well, actually, before I say that, I'm going to say, I think it was crazy that Ethan stabbed Kirby and like her old scar. Right? Yeah, it was fucked up. And then it was like, she's laying there bleeding out, right? Yeah. And we don't see her for like 15 minutes. And then everything's done with. And Sam and Tara are like sitting on the steps of the stage at the after at the stabbing ghost the dad right he's dead guy. it's kind of over and they're just like recovering and i'm looking you know i'm like is kirby still is she yeah i'm out? like they're like sitting there like having a sister like a moment and it's moment. like kirby's kirby's dying. over there like she was just stabbed. She's on the ground like why are we having this like chill there's like slow music yeah. playing of tara, of tara was like you don't need to follow me around and protect me i can protect myself I'm like this is not the time and I'm like, kirby's on the ground going guys i need an ambulance because sam was like we'll get you you help but then i'm like is she still there bleeding out are you getting her help it is she look getting like help it. yeah because like she stood up and i think she shot somebody and then and which was very uh cotton weary of her and because he was in the second movie and he was sought to have died and then he stood up and shot somebody so that was another throwback to the scream too um and then she threw that tv and killed ethan and just is miraculously alive which is great because i really thought they were going to kill off kirby or gail oh yeah for sure i did too i'm happy they didn't now i'm going to say the thing that i was going to say <sighs> okay here's what i'm, I'm gonna scared. say I think Kirby should have been the killer. Really? I think she should have been the killer. I think Kirby should have been the killer. Because when they got to the shrine, they had the whole phone call from Detective Bailey before they knew he was the killer of like, you know, we talked to one of our field offices about Kirby. You know, she's been on this mental spiral downward. She's had a mental breakdown. She hasn't been part of the FBI force in two years. Like, or a few months. Or, yeah, she's lured you in there, like, to attack you, whatever. I thought, oh my gosh, this is the first Scream movie. We've never had a victim turned killer. Yeah. It's always been someone from outside, of a stalker, a family member, an old connection we never knew about. Yeah. I was, I was sitting there thinking, watching, like, wow, this is going to be so cool. We've never had a victim turned killer. And then it wasn't. And it was like, oh, wait a minute. 
wait, it's actually Detective Bailey and his two kids. Oh, and you're the family members of Richie, who was the character, the killer from the last movie who we didn't really know or care about. Because, like, at that point, I was like, I had to remember who Richie was. Yeah. Did you? Did I you had know who to, Richie was? I was like, I when I saw that, I was like, so he's a, a killer from before, I guess? But, like, I wasn't like, oh, yeah. I That's how I thought. Like, when she was getting those phone calls from Richie, and it was like, well, he's dead. It must be the new ghost face. It was like, oh, Richie, her boyfriend, the killer from the last movie. Yeah. But the, the unmasking wasn't, like, super... I wasn't super hyped about it. It was like, oh, because yeah. it was it was like a connection to him. But at that point, it's like, yeah, he was the killer of the last movie. But like, it's he's not really a character that we care about. He was just in one movie. And it would have been cool because they could have totally played that. Like, since she's in the FBI and she has Kirby. access to all those different things, yeah. she could have been like faking his phone calls or like she went insane. Yeah, like that would have been like as much as that totally wouldn't have been Kirby's character or personality. That would have been so cool. Just like crazy. I thought I originally I thought wouldn't it be awesome if they're like like pretending that Nev Campbell's not coming back and then Sydney would have like been unmasked as a killer. Mm. Like r- totally randomly. Like that would have been in- insane, right? Yeah. I don't know that I would be in support of that. But No, I I it totally would have been against like everything like throughout all the movies. But I think Kirby, that would have been cool. Okay. I can respect I that. Cool. I was like, okay, okay. I like this is cool. And then it was like, oh, it's Detective Bailey and your two dumb kids. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like when it's like one member of the family, that's one thing. But like there's like three of them. I was like. And they're all on the same page about this. Yeah. I was like, nobody here went like, wait a minute. Maybe we should like to become a cop and go through like training, training. You learn about the laws like, you know, like what's going to happen when you get caught. But then you get your two kids in on it. And you're connected to a character that's dead and was only in one movie. Like, this would have been cooler for the Scream fan. Like, yeah, Kirby's only been in one movie. But, like, yeah. she was in a good She was in a good movie, Also, I right? feel like that whole thing of, like, you hurt me, I, I hurt, hurt you. you. Like, you forget that your son struck first, right? Yeah, your son was the murderer. Yeah. We're, we're, we're aware of that, right? Like, we're, we're aware of the fact, like, yes, your son is dead because he tried to kill people. Yeah, because he was a serial like, killer. Like, he wasn't the good guy here. No. Like, he's not the victim like somehow we're missing that connection piece and that yeah. to me felt a little bit unrealistic yeah I, yeah so I, think, I feel like most parents can reconcile like yes yeah. it sucks that my child is gone dead. but they're also a murderer yeah so like yeah. their Especially own fault like they're bad yeah i don't know it was a little unsatisfying yeah it was a little meh like i would say that was the worst part of the movie that that yeah i liked everything else except and then the that killers. was a little bit like well, and it was the same mid. way for me with the last movie was they unveiled the killers and it was people in the new friend group, right? And yeah. so it's like, I get that this is the new generation, but I don't, I'm not attached to you people yet. So I'm not shocked yeah. that it's your best friend because I don't really know you or your best friend. Yeah. Right? No, so I, agree. I don't know. I think it would have been cooler to have it be Kirby or... Even if it's not Kirby, just like somebody more OG, yeah. I guess. Now, this to me, Scream 6, to me seemed like a wrap up movie. Like they, I did too. I they, thought it was a wrap up they for sure. Through you know Easter eggs and everything, all to the, all the other movies, all the other killers, they connected it all to one, right? Yeah. Where do you go next? Like, if they're going to do a Scream Seven, I don't think that they really can. How do you do another movie? Yeah. I think the only way they could do it is if they brought Sydney back for one last movie. Like, if Sydney gets her Halloween ends, Jamie but like, Lee Curtis also, like, moment. Like, six is just such a satisfying number for a franchise to have. I feel like. Yeah, if you think, but like. Originally, the first three Scream movies were supposed to be a trilogy, which makes sense if you watch them in order. And then Scream 4 was a reboot. 
that kind of after that went nowhere. And then Scream 5 was a new generation. And then yeah. we got 6. So technically this new generation reboot, you could make it a, a, a trilogy, like a complete trilogy. And do a seventh movie. And I would say, yeah, bring back Tara, Sam, you know, them. But I would say focus it on Sydney. Like, like make it a Halloween ends, final girl, final movie, Jamie Lee Curtis moment. And mm-hmm. give Sydney like, one last movie. But then again, like, how how do you stretch it again? Like, who else? Yeah, like, who like, else is going to pick up the mask and be like, guess it's my time. Yeah. Like. I- I'm happy Gail's alive. And Gail did mention Sydney multiple times in the movie. Yeah. So there's some, like, and, and they didn't kill Gail. So, and they didn't kill Kirby. Like, none of the main characters of this movie really died. So they have room. What, what, how, but what even how, is yeah. the new story? Where, where, where could you see it going? Like, anything? <sighs> like, it, it would have to be Sydney. I, I think. Guess. That's the only way I would see it. If they were going to do one last movie, give Sydney her final girl final movie. But, moment. like, does she even want, to, the actress, does she even want to? Well, the only reason she wasn't in this one is because they didn't offer her enough money. She felt their offer was disrespectful. So yeah. I would say give her the money that she wants. I mean, the movie's profitable. It made like $44 million in the first weekend. It's a huge hit. Wow. Give her her money and like make one last big movie. Okay. That would be my suggestion. I just, If they do it, they have to do it right. Like that's the thing. Yeah. And you would have to have Gail and like you would have to have the OGs in it to make it a last movie. Yeah. Now, if you were going to give Scream 6... A rating out of 100. Since we are Rotten Tomatoes now. Okay, what percentage? What are you going to give it out of 100? Uh, as far as like my enjoyability of the movie, I'd give it like a like a 85%, 90%. As far as like overall movie based Story on all the things we talked about, production. probably like a 78%. Out of 100, I would give it a 70. Okay. A 70. Enjoyability, I'd give it an 80. I would give it a 70. A 70, 75, whereas like Scream 6, I was at like a 60 maybe. 55, you 60. Scream 5? Yeah. Is that you what said, I said Scream 6. Sorry, Scream 6, the new one that we just saw, I liked it much more than Scream 5. Yes, I agree. Much more. Yes, I agree. You know what's even scarier than Scream 6? What? Than Ghostface? What? Doja Cat. Renewing oh, her contract with the Illuminati. Is that like a real thing? Is that like actually like a real a real life thing? You tell me. I'm going to show you the receipts. Okay. And then you tell me. Because you you think I'm crazy with this whole Hollywood is turning to Satanism. I mean, no, for real. We have Sam Smith at the Grammys doing this whole, you know, satanic ritual. And you're like, it's art. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. And then we have Rihanna flashing the Illuminati sign at the Super yeah, Bowl. I do remember that. That was a little weird. Okay. The weekend flashing the word Satan on the screen at his tours. You know, we had Lil Nas X giving the devil a lap dance um, and his Satan shoes with, with real blood. I mean, like it's, it's just, it's going wild, but you think I'm crazy, but you think, I, but I'm the crazy one. S- tell Satan to sit down. <laughs> tell him to sit, sit down. Now we know that Doja has kind of like looked different, been acting different. I mean, remember her birthday party and she was bedazzled and all those red oh, yeah, 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 crystal yeah. or no, that wasn't her birthday party. That was a red carpet. Her birthday party. Remember she had the black eye, which everyone thought was the Illuminati humiliation ritual. No. Have you heard about that? No. When celebrities have black eyes, it's like a humiliation ritual. That's a thing. Yeah. You can look up like celebrities Why? with black eyes on red carpets. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's a real thing. 
Um, and she had that like free masonry birthday cake with all the Illuminati symbols on the cake. Remember? Yeah, a little bit. Remember? And just like she's been acting different. She looks different. She's been acting different. Well, she's recently announced that her new album will be titled Hellmouth. Uh, and she also recently changed her profile picture on TikTok to the face of a demon. Oh. Cute. Cute. And uh, she's been posting some interesting things on Instagram, like wearing a Satan mask, right? Mm-hmm. But this is what's got Twitter turned up. Okay. Now, the reactions to this have been like side eye. Like, okay. you didn't have to go that far. Like, this is a little creepy. Like, mm. maybe take a step back. Okay. I'm she posted this. this on her Instagram story. I think it was just today or yesterday. Okay. It's a new tattoo of a goat head with devil horns, which is a very oh, popular. I'm not worried about it. Satanic symbol. That's like the head of the devil. Like Baphomet. Yeah, like the the statue of the devil, like in the Church of Satan that they use. That's the head. She also has another tattoo on her arm of a devil with a pitchfork. That's funny though. Is it? Is it? I mean, also, like, it could just be... Let me uh, read you some of the reactions to this. Is it? Does this alarm you, Lexi? Because no. it alarms me. It I don't not alarm me. I don't understand why it's so evil, though. Like, why do you, you want to put that on your body and celebrate that? I mean, was it intended to be Satan's head, or was it just supposed to be a cool Yeah, skull? it's Satan. Okay, you name your album Hellmouth, and then it's a slideshow, and then the next picture you're wearing a mask that... It's a Satan mask. Well, yeah, I'm not disputing that. I'm saying the tattoo itself, though. Here are some of the reactions to it. This is via Wigs and Tea. There's the tattoo again. I thought it was just a cute joke. OMG, ooh, she actually got that tatted. I know she's got this, or I know I know she got this to instigate the Illuminati allegations, but does she know it's forever? Thought this was all an act, but oh well. Why would you get Satan tatted on yourself? I smell a number one album and multiple Grammys. The contract has been renewed. Doja Cat, I love you, girl, but I don't want, but I don't want to go down. I mean, like the fourth album, yeah, Curse is coming. I mean, this is weird behavior. If it's really like actually like for real, the Satan head, then it's like it's not just like I a mean, goat head with horns. That like, oh, that's creepy. Like that's an actual, that's Satan's head. Do you hear my stomach right now? I'm no. like rumbling. Wow, see, I'm like really rumbling. That's I'm that, hungry. That's that demon in you. <laughs> Got that dog in me. That's that demon in you. Uh, no, but. <laughs> I just now you're making me feel dumb because I thought this was a little bit more serious than it was this morning. I was like thinking about <laughs> you it. were I was like, like, oh my like, god, this is not okay. No, but I'm like literally like whatever. Do we really think she's in the Illuminati though? Like, is this if like- the Illuminati's real? Then 100 percent she's a part of it. But like, I don't like. I don't want to be like. I don't want to be involved with that. Are you gonna listen to her album Hellmouth? Probably. Maybe it's a, but maybe it's like a satanic like a you know like a maybe a it like trance. performs a ritual while yeah. you listen to it. Yep. And then you're in the Illuminati. Well. But mostly I feel like. If I get, do I get rich in fame if I join the Illuminati? Yeah, but then you probably get like beheaded at one of their meetings under Epstein Island. I don't actually want to be rich and famous that bad. But. <laughs> well, Doja Cat, good luck with your album. Yeah. Uh... Good luck with that tattoo. Um, I mean, have fun with that. I just like. It is definitely an interesting Choice. choice and like such a change though from like who she used to be to I mean, now it's a being beautiful so tattoo dark. it is cool like i'm, I'm a fan but like also like 
why i guess like like i like i I, I think the tweet that summed it up the best was like i like we thought this was an act but like like this is for real like, yeah, like it's we a thought joke this was, yeah. but like like this is like for real for who real. you're becoming like i mean it's like if you don't actually like believe in the devil and you don't care about the consequences because you just don't think that there are any like I, have a, have I, I see that like I don't care like I have good luck yeah no um, after that Freemason birthday cake we'll see how her album does and then we'll know for sure ooh see that's the, that's a thing if it's like number one crazy success we'll know yeah we'll know because Demi Lovato didn't have that good of success so she didn't have it didn't you know because she released that rock album that was all like anti-religious imagery whatever and it flopped so she didn't do it right because she didn't sign her contract <sighs> you know if you're gonna sign a deal with the devil, make it a good one. Like I am not condoning that. <laughs> I, I like the I like the theory uh, in Supernatural where like to seal a deal with the devil, you have to kiss them. I'm like, I'll kiss a hot demon. I feel like I'm okay with that. Lexi, oh, a hot demon for you. Can I show you a picture of a hot demon? Yeah. Let me show you a picture of a hot demon. This okay. this man right now taking over the internet. Hot demon for you, and uh, his name is the new Liam Payne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no that is quite the sight like if that if there is any like let's talk about it sleep paralysis demon sitting at the edge of my bed like that is him it's liam payne it's liam payne we have to talk about this yeah because what is going on with his face why is what it happened? doing the zach efron thing it is the zach efron thing see let's okay maybe so, they join the illuminati and then they get this weird mouth thing so this is him when he was younger right and then that's him now yeah it just like, yeah. Let let's talk. Let's talk about him for a second because like, he's got this Zac Efron thing. Here? So Liam Payne debuted a new face. Um, do you like his new face? Do we? I'm like not it? like mad about it, but I'm like it doesn't either, really but... look like him. Like I don't. I'm not gonna be like I hate his face. He looks ugly now. Like I'm not gonna do that. Like come on. Like we're we're all humans here. We can only you, like if you can't change it in five seconds, like. Don't be a bitch. Like, don't be mean about it. So, like, he has this face now. It's fine. He doesn't look he ugly. He has this face now. <laughs> but, like, we also, like, what But like what happened? Like, how did we get here? Like, that's... It's just, like, curiosity It for is me. the Zac Efron face. No, now, now, in, like, two seconds, it's gonna... We're gonna get a story of how, like, Zac Efron, he fell or something 13 years ago. Yeah, and, and now jaw, he's having and now, swelling. Now it's swollen. I, I don't know what happened. He debuted it on a red carpet. Debuted it. Like debuted a, he debuted it on a red carpet <laughs> and the internet was like, what did you do to your face? It yeah. looks to me like he had plastic some surgery serious or plastic surgery, but I think like, all it for is. Like what? How old jawline is this filler. man? I think it's jawline filler. Like look at his jawline. Yeah. I think he just got it a looked, bunch of jawline yeah. filler. Maybe shaved his chin so it would be more of a square. He looks like the crimson chin. Like he looks like the crimson. He looks chin. like 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 handsome Squidward. Like he literally. Oh my god! Like when these guys are doing this to their faces, it like literally looks like handsome Squidward. And it's like I get that that's like ideal, but it's really not. Like it's it really looks not unnatural. Ideal. It does. It makes him look like a cartoon character. It totally does. He just just that man. But like if it's his face, like whatever. Like we're not gonna. If it's if that's what you look like now, we're not gonna bully you about it. Yeah. <laughs> If it's really how it is, if that's your if that's your choice. Good luck to you. No, but I mean, I don't know. I it's obviously plastic surgery. We lost another one. 
I think for this last story, I'm going to need some explanations because I saw this video online, but I like didn't really know what was going on. Gwyneth Paltrow is in court right now for something. Gwenny. She like a hit and run in like 2016 or something like that. Yeah. So she, okay. I I don't know much about this. I'm going to, I'm going to have to pull up an article and like, we can like read what's going on. What I heard was in 2016, because she's in trial right now for it. Yeah. In 2016, she was skiing. I don't even know where she was skiing. I've never been skiing. Have you been skiing? Yes. I've been twice, I think. Really? Three times maybe. I don't know. It's fun. After I've never this, snowboarded. After this, I don't know. Um, so she was skiing and she ran into, reportedly, recklessly, a 76-year-old retired optometrist while they were skiing. Okay. He crashed to the ground, reportedly, allegedly, received brain injuries from the crash, like broken ribs, injuries, like has had sustaining injuries since. Okay. And she allegedly just like skied away. Then how do they know it was her? After running into him. Then how does he know it was her? I don't know. And like seven years later, he's suing her for $3 million. But like it was an accident? But what happened? So Also like if he has not to be like, I would like okay, this but she really ran. Bad. Could you imagine being a, like a celebrity and like crashing into somebody on the ski slopes and then like doing a hit and run? <laughs> it is kind of funny. Could you imagine Gwyneth Paltrow like, also, hitting like, and running on the ski if, slopes? I would. I mean, if I bump into somebody and I'm skiing, I probably can't stop. So I'm probably just gonna keep going myself. Well, yeah, but then when she like be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let me help you up. Is everything okay?" Well, if you're just like ah, like re- like flying down the mountain and you <laughs> run over someone, like you're not gonna just like suddenly have control of your skis and be able to turn around and help them out. She should have should have climbed up that mountain, climbed back <laughs> up that mountain, made sure that 76 year old retired optometrist was okay. <laughs> I just like that poor man. I mean, I feel bad for him. Actually, I'm not doubting like what he went through. Do you have the video? But also, it's I, like I think I didn't. I post the video of her in court. Yeah, I think you did. Let me. Will you pull it up? I don't. I don't think I have it anymore. I'm, I want to pull up like the like what's going on in court. I need like a rundown, like a recap. And but also, talk about they're it. like complaining about the social media aspect of it or something. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He 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 wanted three million. Now he wants three hundred thousand. But yeah, you're right. She's complaining about all the cameras. Yes. There it is. Your Honor, we have a new camera pointed directly at my client, Aww. right there on the right. It's a televised trial. From the AP. This is a, a. During the recess, I'll have the court representative, Tanya, take a look at how that camera's pointed and make sure that it's pointed at the lectern rather than at the counsel table. Look at her pursing this her lips and saying, like, I'm victim. Where, uh, yeah, she's like so this dramatic in this. Reporters being also, it's like it's three hundred thousand. Like, just pay it. Listen, yesterday, the reporters uh, are badgering. Cameras her. in her face. Oh, like cameras in her face. Like, like there's no cameras in your face, girl. Like on the street, across. outside the court, maybe. The fact that you've raised this issue yesterday, and 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 I recognize it as a problem. And I want to be advised if there are new changes because it's just by chance that we see that there's a camera pointed directly at her which is contrary to the decorum order oh, so i don't want she's really going through it she just this is a televised public trial me. and they just figured out that, that there's, there's a camera, camera there's there. cameras in the, in the i just feel like that's so dumb also like if you're on trial for like hurting someone why are you the playing issue. the victim that's the issue is her privacy yeah, not this man's life injuries, right? No. But the fact that she's being badgered by paparazzi on the street, the judge better do something about that. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> like, what? But also, like, it's $300,000. You're Gwyneth Paltrow. Just pay she it. She made more in that candle that smelled like her, you know what. Literally. Like, come on. Like, pay him. 
Like, just offer him a counter well, settlement. Offer him $25,000. He'll probably yeah, take it. $10,000. Who cares? But uh, it's just it's hilarious to me that celebrities, she she needs to, like, take a page out of Johnny Depp's book and hum- and be humble. Like, even yeah. if you're right. Even, and I'm, I have I have the Washington Post I'm not Post saying that up. she's, like, I don't no. know what the details like, of the story were. Like, I don't know if she's in the right or the wrong. It. Let's read about it. Let's read about we'll, it. But, we'll but even if she is wrong, don't act like a diva. Don't act like a celebrity in court. Yeah, no. Because it's not going to help you. Like, no. if, you, if you're a celebrity in a legal battle and you act like a celebrity, it just doesn't it's look It's not going to go well. So let's read about it. Okay. people want to punish you and give exactly. you consequences. So why is Paltrow being sued? Do you want to read it? Yes. Okay. Read it to me. Okay, Sanderson, a 76-year-old military veteran. He's in. The, he was in the military. <laughs> wow. She's really she's really going for him at this. Yeah, jeez, I bet it was targeted. It was probably targeted. Yeah, it was absolutely targeted. She's probably one of those communist actress. <laughs> it was a hit and run yeah, for a reason. For yeah. Anyway. Anyways, uh, he initially sought three million dollars before dropping the amount to three hundred thousand. In the suit, he alleged that the lifestyle influencer hit him while skiing on a beginner slope. <laughs> a beginner slope. That's like the bunny hill. How do you Literally. crash into... Like, how, come on. You know how I, fast she had to have been going to crash into him so hard that she broke his ribs on the bunny hill? <laughs> so funny. Not for that man. Let's keep reading. Decorum, Lexi. Sorry. It's like, what's just... the lawyer saying? It's against the decorum order. Anyway, sorry. Oh, my God. Keep reading, please. The beginner slope. Okay. So, Sanderson claims... That she was skiing behind him, meaning that he had the right of way. Okay. Uh, the attorney said that the celebrity had turned to watch her children ski. Mm. And then as she turns her head back down, she screams and then skis into the back of him. Okay. Which like. Okay. Well, okay. I get that. Watch where you're going. Yeah. The collision left the referee face down in the snow oh unconscious. My oh my God. Uh, he added that Paltrow took off bolting down the mountain as he began to stir, complaining that his ribs hurt. Mm. Later, he went to an emergency room with a concussion and four broken ribs. Ooh. How do you like? That I get that he's old, hurt. but like also like, hello. She, she would have had to have hit him really hard. He would have had to have gone down really hard. Yeah, because also the snow is gonna like blanket your fall a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, or it's gonna be hard packed snow, especially if people are skiing over it. Oh, true. It could be like concrete. Yeah. Okay, I hear this scream, and then I see the skier just slam into the back of Terry, he said, describing the impact as, quote, very hard. <laughs> the, <laughs> That's what she said. The accident has had a lasting effort on Sanderson, according to Bueller, who said that Paltrow's, quote, neglect her choices and her disregard for other people on the mountain altogether, end quote, to cause the life-altering brain injury. A brain injury? For I was right. I, I had heard that, but I wasn't sure if, like, that was legit. No, what? Read this quote. What? Before this crash, Terry was an outgoing, charming, gregarious person. But after the crash, he's no longer charming. (laughs) Who says that? (laughs) There are so many better ways to say that. Uh, Paltrow agrees that they collide on the ski run seven years ago. She's saying that the accident was his fault. Yeah, sure. She was struck so suddenly that she initially wondered, am I being assaulted? She was struck? That's what she's saying. She's skiing, enjoying herself. Suddenly, she sees two skiers appear between her skis, and a man comes up right behind her. Oh, so they have totally different stories. Yeah. That's In the immediate weird. aftermath of the crash, Owen said, Sanderson asked who ran into who and apologized to Paltrow when she said he hit her. 
What? Yeah. Members of Paltrow's group checked on Sanderson, who said he was okay, her attorney argued, and Sanderson repeated the same thing to a ski patrol member. The attorney said Paltrow skied away after Sanderson's assurances and after ski patrol had left. It was only after first waving away ski patrol that Sanderson sought out help. Uh, Owens called Ramon's account of the incident a whole different crazy story. Is Owens her lawyer? Yeah. So Jeez. Owens, her attorney, said no one recognized her. She was wearing a helmet and goggles. But later that day, after her identity became clear, Sanderson wrote to his daughters, I'm famous. One of them responded, I'm so glad you're okay. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Mm. There also are... Uh, there... In, uh, implying that he's kind of going senile and like might be trying to like take advantage of her money. Oh, a little well, bit. Was he? They said he's the... aging. He has prior problems, and he's now obsessed essentially with this lawsuit. Hmm. What What are your theories after reading this? Well, those are completely different stories. Like those are like a hundred percent. Where's the ski patrol man? Like I, for real, where's ski patrol? Well, I know in all they're doing testimonies and stuff like that. I, let me see if there's like any updates with the case. Like if there's anything that's like currently going on because I think the court hearing is live. Like they're doing testimony right now. I just like where are the medical records? Like the trial will decide the damages. Paltrow is expected to testify. Has he provided medical record? Because how else do you? Even if he, oh, how, like, Mr. how would he have Bomey, gotten broken ribs? Or, sorry, Dr. Bomi, who interviewed Mr. Sanderson, testified over video on Tuesday that Mr. Sanderson did not have Alzheimer's or dementia, so he's not going senile. That's a, that's a bitch move for her lawyers to be like, he's old. He doesn't get it well, anymore. Well, they said that they, they, the other quote they said is, I don't want to seem like I'm beating up an old man, but he also is suing her for $3 million. So, Defense like, argues Terry Sanderson had long list of previous health issues before accident. Who's Terry? Terry's his- the guy. That she ran into. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So he had, he, oh, he had past cancer and heart issues. Um, yeah, he told his daughters, I'm famous after the crash. Um, his daughter says that she does not recall watching purported GoPro video of accident. That's not good for him. Um, yeah, that's all that's happened so far. So they're in court right now. The trial just started. Those are, like you said, two completely different stories yeah, of what like happened. Yeah, like what your opinion and what side you're like on somebody's is vastly fully different lying depending. Yeah. And somebody's fully telling the truth. Yeah, literally. Who do we believe? I mean, the other thing is, is he could be like lying and exaggerating and she could be like also lying and, and exaggerating. exaggerating. But like but for the opposite Yeah, side. because she's actually innocent. You know, and needs to come up with something believable. But it could also be that she's just trying to get uh, scot free for doing that. Who let this go to but trial like, though? Like, why didn't they just end this in a settlement? No, like, why is it going to trial? Why, why didn't she just offer him like a hundred thousand dollars to just go away? Literally, like, why are we? On he he trial literally for this? dropped it in like one day of court. Dropped it from three million to three hundred thousand. You're telling me he wouldn't have taken a settlement immediately? Yeah, literally. Who let this go to trial? Yeah, like, why are we here right now? I really don't know who I believe. Yeah, I, I want to believe either. him just because, like, she kind of seems like a little bit of a villain, especially with this whole camera thing, like, very unlikable. Yeah, literally. But, but I also, but it's like, maybe he is do I really believe that on a bunny hill? Like, where are the medical records? Like, yeah. I want to know how you fake a brain injury and a concussion, like, and four, like, you can fake a concussion, but, like, how do you fake four broken ribs? Like, yeah. you can't really fake that. So, like, if well, it did happen. Was he 76 happen- at the time of the crash or is he 76 now? Because he would have been 69. Also, like, what 80-year-old? Why are you on the slopes at 80? Like, Old what is people going on? ski all the time. I guess. Even the bunny hill's not safe. Apparently not. No, but you know who else is in court? TikTok. Yeah. My roommate was watching. Are we getting uh, banned? So not today. 
I mean, I don't think so. Some of the arguments that they were saying were so dumb. They were like, does TikTok support genocide? And they were like, no. Is like, what re- the fuck? TikTok's and really yeah. for real in court. Yeah. Like, I, heard about, I heard about that because, like, it's been, like, for years Some that, like, of the arguments, China though, is, like, Like, people are embarrassing themselves. Really? They're like, somebody supported this video about suicide on TikTok. Does that mean that TikTok supports suicide? It's like, this is a fucking social media app, you dipshit. Like, seriously, calm down. Like, it's one thing to be, like, there's a security concern well, because, yeah, like, it's owned they're by farming China, right? our data. Yeah, aren't they? Well, it's not owned by China, I think. I just think their data farm is in China. But they can access our phones, right? It's, like, a whole... It's For years, it's been, like, a national security yeah, issue, right? Yeah, something like that. Which, like, that's a valid issue. I can yeah. totally understand why people are concerned about that. But if you're going to Should it be bring... banned, though? Because that's the whole court thing. It's, like, is TikTok going to be banned in our no, country? like... Also, like, you just need a VPN, and then you can have it anyways. Well, so NBC there's no way News, to really ban it. NBC News says TikTok CEO, I'm going to butcher this name, Xiao Chu testified, maybe that, I didn't butcher that, I think I did pretty well, testified before the House Energy and Commerce Committee for roughly five hours. Members grilled Chu, citing concerns about privacy for Americans' data, protections for children online, and yeah, TikTok's connection. Yeah, the protections for children online part was so dumb. I'm well, gonna be I mean, TikTok's were like... connection to the Chinese Communist Party. The hearing was... Uh, led by committee chair rep Kathy McMorris-Rogers uh, and ranking member Frank Pallone. I don't know who you people are. Congress and President Joe Biden are looking at ways to crack down on the app, including a potential U.S. ban. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy told reporters during the hearing he'd back a ban. Chu said in his opening statement that TikTok is safe and secure and that it shouldn't be banned. He also noted, noted that 150 million people in the U.S. are active TikTok users, underscoring how entranced the app has become in the three years Washington has sought to rein it in. Three years now. Yeah, Members crazy. appeared skeptical of Chu's testimony, with a few warning him against lying to the committee. Lawmakers were almost universally critical of the app. So it says Chu's testimony did not ass- assuage. Assuage. Yeah. Fears about China's influence, key senators say. <laughs> um, yeah. I just feel like here's my take. If I mean, if TikTok can concerns, access our, like, if 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 it is connected to like Chinese developers and they're trying to access our phones because I mean, like, with the weather balloons with China, like, it it could be a huge like spying operation. Yeah, that's one thing. I'm fine with having concerns about that, but literally when people are like. I'm a bad parent and I can't monitor what my children are doing on the internet. So I want to get an entire app banned from a country over it. <laughs> no, but like, seriously, like what the fuck? Like, this no, is a conspiracy. like I want kids off of TikTok as much as the next person, but like literally on, if you're under the age of 13, you can't use the DM feature. If you're 16 mm. or under, you can't go viral. The algorithm will not let you go viral on an account that is linked to a 16 year old. Really? And lower. I know that you yeah. can't go live if you have under a thousand followers. Like there's yeah. safeguards in place. There are safeguards in place. And it's like, but I think the concern is with the national security aspect, no, right? But I, it or is, is that what like, they're questioning? No, they're, they're but, asking dumb questions. They're asking dumb questions. Like literally when I was, I was at home, I was home for like an hour and a half today and I didn't hear a single question. Maybe I heard like two questions about cybersecurity and the rest were just like, so what are you going to do about the children on TikTok seeing these people's boobs? And it's like, <laughs> I was literally 11 years old looking up girls making out on YouTube. Like you're not going to get rid of it. Like it's just like, come on. Like seriously, this has always been a thing and this is not new to TikTok. If you can't control your children on the internet that either delete figure out how yeah either app. delete the app you can you can literally get it taken Deleted. off of their phone if it's yeah. really making you that upset because there are like there are kids that should not have this app on it their could phone, be a conspiracy be though because like you know how much free information and free speech and news we get through tiktok of like conspiracies hand signs i mean True. like political news world events celebrity news you know memes normal people public figures like we get a huge 
unfiltered stream of information through the social media app. I would say more than any other social media app. Yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, like you could be watching a clip of a reality show and then it's world news. And then it's like somebody in Kentucky who filmed their TV during the State of the Union is like, this senator's making an Illuminati hand sign. Like, like, you know, here's how the pyramids were built. Like, are they trying to block it? Because it's like maybe too much for his page. Who knows? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but... They're never taking it off my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on TikTok forever. Like, also the thing is, is like, even if you ban it, like, like I said, just get a VPN. VPN. You're never like you ban can't. It, ban it. You literally can't. You literally can't ban it. Just so like the you only can't solution. Ban us. No, the only solution is to work with them cooperatively and collaboratively to come up with a something that makes sense for everybody and works for everybody's page. For the most part, you're going to have to compromise on some things. Everybody does. But like to literally just be like, we're going to get rid of it and ban it. Like that's literally not going to work. You're such a politician. Like such a politician. Really? I think we need to work together to find a resolution that works for everybody. And yes, we're going to have to compromise. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how I am. Okay. I mean, good luck to them though. Are you really going to ban it? No. It's been three years now and it's like every month it's like TikTok's getting banned this month and it never does. It never does. It's not going away. You'll never take my phone. You sounded like Miley Cyrus there. Have you seen that video on TikTok? When she's talking, she did that special for Disney and everyone's making fun of her because she she decided to talk like this all of a sudden. It's about the journey. And everyone's like, nice smoker voice. Well, hey there. It's about the journey. How's it going? Well, I think that's everything cycling through the rumor mill this week. We had a really fun episode. It was was great. We're probably getting a lot of hate, but... I don't care. Whatever. Ban us. You just gotta... Let the hate flow through you, young Padawan. Mm. Good advice there. Yeah. From Anyways, some real life figures. From some real life Historical figures. figures. People are like either, I feel like after this episode, people are either, either going to be like really on your team or really on mine. I feel like this was a very like defining moment mm. for like. And our friendship and, and our, our type three, type seven friendship. Yeah, it really was. Who was the better ghost face? I mean, I think it's the OG, right? I got the OG mask and you got your little custom mask there. Yeah. Anyways, if you'd like to see more of us, you can find us on TikTok at The Rumor Mill. You can find us on Twitter at TRM Updates. You can find us on Instagram at The Rumor Mill Pod, where we post pretty much daily updates of what's happening in the pop culture world. Do it now, especially TikTok is banned. Yeah, you're going to have to get your news from somewhere. Yeah, here we are. Uh, And like Lexi said, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch our podcast on YouTube or Spotify. We drop new episodes every Friday. We are always here bringing down the latest entertainment news, and we will see you next week. See you next week.